All right, all right, everybody. We are back here with Intertribal Talk. I'm your host, Devin. Cody is out of the office tonight. I am so sorry. I know everybody's going to miss his smiley face, but you will get him next week, I promise. We have the beautiful, beautiful Natalie Smith here filling in for him. Um, Go ahead and say hi, Nat. Hi, everyone. Hey. And I would love for you to share a little bit about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, First off, I just want to say thank you for having me here. Of course. Yeah, I feel so honored to be your first guest. Um, It's really exciting. Thank you. And thank you for saying yes um, last minute. Um, Yeah, Nat was filling in for Cody. And it was just a little ironic that like yesterday when we were on our hike, I was mentioning to you like, hey, like in case anything ever happens, like would you be down to be like, somebody to come and record say if if Cody can't make it or something and you're like yeah for sure that sounds like fun and then boom I hit you up the next day yeah it's pretty <laughs> wild how it happened like you you did tell me you gave me a fair warning it could be last minute and I was all up for the challenge and yeah then yeah the text came through and I was like okay this is happening yeah let's like, do it <laughs> manifested this yeah. <laughs> like, not that we didn't want Cody here it was not that at all it was just like just happened organically yeah. um which I'm super excited to have you here um on our hike too like we we had a very we will share this story we did have a interesting encounter with wildlife um <laughs> super fun story we will talk about that in a minute but right now i want i want to take this chance for natalie to introduce herself and what she's all about this woman goes by the crunchy mama kind of um lifestyle so for those of you who are into holistic living the crunchy granola mommy kind of thing Nat's your girl (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome yeah um definitely I would describe myself the same way um yeah so I'm a fairly new mom Mm -hmm. um I have a little girl she is just turned 10 months oh my gosh that went by so fast oh it does it really really goes so fast like everyone tries to tell you you know embrace every moment it goes so quickly and it's like yeah yeah but then you're in it and you blink and it's like oh my gosh she's almost a year (laughs) you're trying to like squeeze on the pants that you thought fit and now you're like oh my gosh has it been like look at your little sausage legs already what is going on here like when you try to sausage your kids back into their clothes (laughs) totally (laughs) well and it can happen overnight like I've had that where I'm like I swear these fit you yesterday (laughs) yes oh totally and then you know what that's that's when you know that you're feeding them good absolutely so healthy babies growing steadily um and then yeah like so you and I, we live in the same kind of territory. We live in the same area uh, out on the lake. And you guys were like severely impacted by the fire, but we're super blessed to be able to go home. Can you tell us a little bit about what the heck was going on? And then also your wild surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, right. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, Wild definitely describes the summer. I mean, it was a wildfire. (laughs) So um, yeah, we were evacuated for about two months. Um, It was definitely challenging. We moved back into my parents' house. Um, I'm so grateful that they were able to host us. Um, But spaces were tight. Mm -hmm. I think there was at one time, um, let's see, two, four, six, eight adults, two babies, uh, about six dogs and oh my a cat. Gosh. Yeah, because yeah. I guess your brother and 
their family would have to be there too, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh my goodness. Wow. What a reunion. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice way of putting it for sure. Um, it, it was great. I mean, I'm super close with my family. I'm very blessed with that. So um, we made it work, but nice. so happy to go back to our own home. Yeah. And um, it was just a miracle, really, is the best way to put it. Um, a lot of people have said that, you know, when I tell the story, they say, um, you must have had garden angels protecting your property. And that's really what I can envision. Mm-hmm. Um, that night I listened to the live radio scan and um, it was an emotional roller coaster, not knowing if our house was still standing. And um, yeah, it just, when I, when I found out that our house was still there, that's what I envisioned. A whole bunch of angels just linking hands and standing around our property. Yeah. And then going back, that was just so, so much further confirmed to us because yeah. um, the fire line literally burned the, the fence on all four sides of our property. Yeah. Um, it started to ignite part of, um, or like right by the entrance of our carport. Yeah. And then it just, I don't know how it got put out, but it just stopped. Yeah. And um, so yeah, we feel so, so very blessed. Oh my gosh. I couldn't imagine. Um, well, I mean, I definitely understand the panic because we were get like some of our neighbors that chose to stay would send us photos of what was mm-hmm. going on. And like, wow, that was scary seeing it directly behind your home and stuff. Right. Like we, it didn't come as close to our house as it did to your, like you guys literally had it knocking on all your walls. Yes. So to, to see like the devastation, like just from your videos and stuff that you've posted and shared, like seeing everything around your home it's just it's like a scary nightmare but that was like real life Mm -hmm. yeah um but you guys had an unlikely survivor (laughs) um I want to hear more about this super chicken yeah (laughs) yeah so we have chickens on our property and um we obviously evacuated them, but a few weeks before we evacuated, um, we had a hen go missing. Mm-hmm. You know, as anyone that keeps chickens knows, there's lots of predators, you know, on the ground, in the air. Could be um, anything. It could be anything. So, yeah. yeah, it's not the first chicken to go missing. Um, we took a look for her, couldn't find her. And um, so we just kind of, you know, accepted her fate. And yeah. here we left, evacuated for two months, moved back in. And then who do we see just cruising down the street one afternoon? (laughs) But this hen, this amazing rogue hen, um, she is a true survivor and an inspiration to all. Phoenix the hen. (laughs) Seriously, she survived a fire, all the predators. I think you just named her Phoenix. I think her name has to be Phoenix Phoenix. now. Phoenix, you're my girl. I have to meet you. You're an inspiration. (laughs) Well, she really has been. Um, She's provided the whole neighborhood with a lot of laughs. And um, yeah, there's a chat about her every couple days or so. (laughs) But where she is and why she crossed the road that day. Oh, my God. Her chicken senses senses kicked in. She's like, y'all, we got to get out of here. I'm going to be a barbecue chicken. (laughs) get me out of here oh my goodness that's actually really funny Nat I really have to meet this chicken now well yeah we we unfortunately have not been able to catch her yeah she's so feral now that she's just living the life on the streets oh my god that is so funny a street chicken yeah she went from like phoenix to street chicken watch out for that chicken (laughs) (laughs) that's so good um also like you guys you guys 
keep bees as yeah. well. Like, and I've had the privilege of being able to buy some of your honey and it is the best honey and I can't buy honey from anywhere else. Anytime I've tried it, it's just not the same and <laughs> it doesn't feel as good. It doesn't feel like the same quality as your honey. And like, even my grandmother, like she's hooked, like she's like a grandmother bear, I guess you could say she's hooked <laughs> on that honey. I love it. Yes. So tell me about your beekeeping. What inspired you guys to do that? Yeah. Um, you know, it was just something that I felt really drawn to. I'm not exactly sure if I can pinpoint the moment, um, but I always found it really fascinating. And obviously um, with my kind of interests of holistic living and sustainable living, yeah. um, bees a huge role or play a huge role in that. Oh, I mean, so huge. They play a role in everyone's lives, whether yeah. we acknowledge it or not, but we would literally not be here without them. We won't be here. <laughs> you yeah. hear that, guys? We won't be here if there's no bees. Bees are a must. Stop killing your weeds. They need them to eat. Yeah, stop spraying the GMO shit on them too. Exactly. Oh my gosh. I I would get into it with some neighbors sometimes because they'd be spraying their lawns with all that heavy duty chemical shit. And I'm like, get that away from my soil because I'm super concerned mm. about our soil, right? Like soil is really where the richness lies, right? And to be honest, like I was talking with somebody who is like a very holistic person, like they live in a clay house. And I was talking to um, somebody who I go to for like lots of um, earthwork advisory kind of stuff like that okay. and information. And I was learning about soil and all of that. And then I watched The Biggest Little Farm. Mm, I, I love that one. So yeah, good. And so I learned good. so much more about soil. And then right after that, I told Ryan, I was like, we're not pulling weeds. We're not getting rid of the thistles. Do you see those bees? Those thistles are like a smorgasbord for them. <laughs> they love them. They are ugly in our field. Yes. And they are annoying, but we have to at least let them flower so that everybody can eat. And then we got to chop them down right away after. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Did we do it? No. Why? Because of the fire. And it honestly we probably we're probably gonna have like 200 more thistles next year yeah I think we have a little bit of a road ahead of us with just repairing and yeah catching up with what we couldn't do this summer for sure what a freaking <laughs> shit kicker was that though like really I mean I was so pissed about all that because we had we had all of our savings put away for our summertime projects like this was the first year we actually were like we have all the money to do this right now like yeah. let's go let's do it we were so excited and then boom we get evicted <laughs> we get kicked out and yeah. you know because we have kids too like it's child endangerment like it's not like the old school days where you, you can just be like well we're gonna stay and we're gonna fight this as a family yeah you can't do that you can get slapped with child endangerment so you have to go right and so I was a little upset when some of our neighbors had cho chosen to stay. And yeah. then I was like, you guys, they won't be able to drop water here. Like they won't step foot onto the property. Like you guys are kind of screwing us over too by choosing to stay. Yeah. But in the end, I am glad that they stayed because I see, you know, after kind of coming out of what I am going to call ignorance, because I didn't think of things from their viewpoint, whereas they were like, no, you guys leave if any ash comes onto your house or if we see your roof on fire, like we'll go put it out. Right. Wow. If they can't, right. Wow. If the firemen can't. So I understand that now at the time I didn't get it, but you know, I was like, Oh my God, like eh, follow the rules. You guys, <laughs> not that I always follow rules, but anyway, so like that whole fire spiel, it was so bad. And 
you know, like, yeah, when we got home, seeing like all the things that we should have gotten done, it was like a wake up call because we we're like, we should feel very blessed that we even have homes to come home to right now. Yeah, absolutely. Right? I, I, I can totally relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, back to beekeeping because we were talking about bees, <laughs> weren't we? Got a little off track. That's something that you probably already very well know very much about me is that we always have like 10 different side conversations yeah um, <laughs> I think we're both notorious for that yes <laughs> I, I can never s tell a story from like beginning to end there's always 10 tangents in there somewhere yeah. <laughs> yes exactly oh my gosh Cody and I so relatable with that too because we do the same thing where we're like yeah no we are we have like a bunch of side conversations <laughs> but we always come back to point a um, <laughs> or in this case Point B. Point B. That's <laughs> right. We're going on point B now. Um, honestly, like one thing, what have you guys noticed since switching to your own honey? Like what kind of holistic properties does that have for your own body? Yeah, well, for anyone, I think that there's a lot of benefits with eating anything that's grown locally. Yeah. Um, so there's obviously different, like, all the medicine that we need is there provided for us. Yeah. And obviously, um, like, for example, we don't grow coconuts here. And yeah. that's just not something that maybe we need so much here. Yeah. Um, and so I think there's there's a lot of people that are of the mindset where they eat, you know, within like a radius. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, the biggest benefit for me is just, um, and maybe this is kind of selfish, but I just feel really good because I know that I'm contributing to yeah. the world. And um, yeah, beekeeping is just something that brings me so much peace and joy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, I actually want to look into this. I wonder if there's like a certain frequency that the, the buzzing of the <gasps> wings make. I just thought of that because... Like the very, I remember the very first time that I was beekeeping and I was like fully involved in this hive and they're all swarming around and the humming, the humming. And it just was like, it almost takes you to a meditative state. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. I love that. Kind of like a white noise. Like yes. when you're sleeping, it helps you go into, cause like, what is that called? Hertz? Hertz? Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. different Hertz yeah, frequencies. frequencies and yeah. Hertz. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. That is something we, wait. Jay, can you look that up? <laughs> um, like, yeah, if bees can provide certain frequencies or I wonder even too, because like um, what movie was it where um, it wasn't bees, it was like flies or it was something where these insects were attracted to certain music or they would start dancing oh, or something. I can't remember sure. what it is. It's probably going to hit me while I'm fast asleep tonight and I'm going to spring out of bed and be like, oh my God, I remember. <laughs> yeah. uh, I do that shit all the time. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I remember seeing something about that. So without a doubt, and I can see that being so meditative. Like, mm -hmm. do, you, do you ever get stung? Well, yes, um, I have been stung. I... I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've been told that it does get easier over time. Um, I guess you just become a little bit more tolerant. tolerant. Like that, yeah. Tolerance to the yeah. I mean, unless you're allergic, um, yeah. like my husband, actually, Matt is extremely allergic to bees. Oh, no. And we didn't know that when we endeavored to keep bees. Yeah. Um, but we 
it's just something that we both are so passionate about yeah. and so it hasn't stopped him that's so daredevil of him too being like hey like I'm really allergic to you but I still love you absolutely Aww. yeah it's really I think like he's learned to create a relationship with the bees through that you know yeah. and and that is beekeeping by definition it feels like you know creating this symbiotic relationship with them yeah um so we we try not to disturb them yeah. if we if we don't have to you know we go in minimally um to check on the health of them and whatnot but yeah that in itself's been a journey we've been keeping bees now for um i believe it's been four years wow that's so yeah. long that is so cool it, it is long when you think back but honestly it's gone so fast and yeah bees I find anyways it feels like a topic that I'll never stop learning about I love that yeah that is so cool um yeah I know I I know uh, a lot of friends that like their kids they take them to planet b yeah and they get to see all the cool displays and stuff like that so that's really really cool and I'm gonna be a, a bad mom admitting moment here but like totally admitting I have never taken my kid to planet b and I feel so ashamed for that um Aww. I should probably take her she's been asking oh so. no you definitely don't need to feel bad you do so much for your girls I I try I certainly try yeah. I mean oh my gosh we we have a pig at home <laughs> too and she's been a whole learning curve as well Jay we got some facts here <gasps> the buzzing wow, is a it. healing factor. Jay just pulled up some info so here. Well. Right. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. I have heard of that before. So, um, bee stings being, uh, like, like a form of medicine. Yes. Of? Yeah. I believe I've read about it for arthritis possibly. Okay. Um, yeah, I've, it's been a while, but I remember I did watch a video about that. That's yeah. so cool, because in our culture, um, you know, uh, it, it's known um, in, for our people that medicinal values is in stinging nettle yes. as well. Like you whip your hands yes. with it and it helps with the arthritis pain mm -hmm. and joints and stuff. So that's really cool. Fun facts today, guys. Bees are medicine. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> In Absolutely. so many aspects, spiritually, physically, they're pretty to look at. <laughs> yeah. And in there, you know, they produce honey, but they also produce propolis. Um, and there's tons of healing benefits in propolis as well. What is propolis? Um, in sort of layman's terms, they call it bee glue. So okay. they actually produce it to kind of seal up the hive. So they'll put it in any cracks or oh. if there's um, a big gap that they yeah. want to fill in then they fill it in that way so it's really sticky and it's dark it almost looks like molasses okay um, okay and the viscosity of it changes depending on the temperature just like honey so yeah. if it gets really cold it gets really hard and brittle wow. um, but like in the middle of summer for example it's really um, gooey and sticky and interesting um, yeah so, so it kind of like resembles sap almost yeah yeah very okay. similar for sure oh neat that is so cool I'm learning a lot today and I love bees. Like I've always loved bees. And I know like, honestly, the whole save the bees motion was such a huge thing for a while. And then it kind of like, like fumbled off for mm -hmm. a bit. But like, honestly, it's, it's been a huge reason why I will not like I refuse to get rid of my weeds around my house and, and, you know, even doing little things like that or getting into arguments with your neighbors over the fence about <laughs> using harmful chemicals. Like you guys do your part out there, do your part. And never stop learning about the bees. Absolutely. Nat, you've been at it for a long time and you just said, 
You're learning so much still. Absolutely. Well, I just learned as well about the frequency of the, yeah. the buzz. So that's really neat. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Oh my gosh, the hard facts. Yeah. Hard facts with Nat. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So also involved in your uh, healthy living, like you're so inspiring to me because honestly, like I see it is, it is a conscious effort. Like you do have to make an effort. Like you guys even use cloth diapers too. Like that is super amazing. Um, I tried to do the cloth diaper thing for a while. My patients were very thin. Um, yeah. <laughs> cause you know, I don't know. It just wasn't for me, but I really did try for a while and I do wish that I stuck it out. Like how was the cloth diaper thing for you guys? Yeah. So, um, it's, it definitely has its challenges like anything. Um, I will fully admit that I have not been using cloth recently. Well, she's busier um, now. Well, that's not really the reason. For yeah. me, it was it was the evacuation. Yeah. Um, obviously, being in someone else's house um, yeah. and not having, like, my setup, it made things a little bit more difficult. Yeah. Um, so it was just easy to go the kind of typical disposable route. Yeah. Um, Which but, I bet was like a stake in your heart when you first had to start. Yeah. And it still, it still bothers me for sure. Yeah. Um, but I know like we can't all do everything. No. And yeah. You still make so many other conscious efforts for a lot of things. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I try for sure. But we do all have our vices. Yeah. Um, I'm not perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, I want to hear, I want to hear about Kangen water. Okay. Um, cause I'm sure you used that to clean the diapers and stuff too, right? Before. Yeah, I did. Wow. Yeah. So, um, that's definitely my passion project, my business. Um, it's, yeah, I get really excited about this topic. Yeah. Um, so I have a Kangen water machine. Um, it produces seven different levels seven different ph waters um that all dif do different things yeah so um with the diapers for example i was able to completely wash and sanitize them just using wow. water <laughs> that is so cool yeah so if you know there's the argument on like cloth diapers is that you have to do a lot of laundry and you're still using lots of detergent or more detergent and yeah so how good is it yeah, yeah exactly right there's always and like anything there's pros and cons yeah um but the pros definitely outweighed the cons for me in this subject and even more so with using the water yeah um so yeah it's really it truly is incredible I use the water to clean my whole house um I've used some of the water to um, help different friends with different ailments in their bodies. Um, you let us take some water for yeah. something with our house too. Yeah. So yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, you've seen the the amazing healing properties of it firsthand. Yeah. Um, which I just, this is why I love it. I love hearing people's amazement when they see like what this water can do yeah. um, in the body, in the home. Um, for your animals in your garden. Mm -hmm. um, the, I mean, there's like over 65 uses for the water. Yeah. Well, my big thing was, so the first thing I noticed when you guys had switched onto this water system is I noticed how your eyes and your skin and your hair, like everything was just glowing <laughs> and more than usual. And, <laughs> and you were even talking about too, how you were bought, you, you were, um, you, your body was really suffering from certain um, medical issues as well. Mm -hmm. And since you guys have incorporated this water system into your lives, like you had 
a couple amazing things happen with your body. And one of them, I found out why you were so glowy. <laughs> you're like, oh, hey, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about my pregnancy, I'm yes. guessing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, the water really does make you feel like you're glowing from the inside out. Yeah. Um, and so basically the machine produces electrolyzed reduced water. So it's, um, I won't get too scientific right now, but basically it changes the molecular structure of the water. Yeah. So it makes the hydrogen. So obviously like water is H2O. So yeah. hydrogen and oxygen. Yeah. The hydrogen becomes more readily available in the water. Yeah. Um, and H2 is actually the smallest molecule. Yeah. So it can easily penetrate your cells in the body. Wow. So it like goes as deep as possible to hydrate you at a cellular cellular level. Yeah. Um, in doing that as well, it can cross like the the yeah, crosses the blood brain barrier of the cells. Yeah. Um, and that helps to eliminate uh, free radicals in the body so yeah. all like the treated like cl chlorine and all that kind of crap that's in typical tap water and whatnot well yeah so um it does filter out chlorine and sediment um but it the main purpose is to uh change the molecular structure yeah which is always a tongue twister for me if you guys <laughs> call that molecular molecular structure <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Enunciate. <laughs> yeah, we should have done some uh, vocal warm ups before. <laughs> I don't know why we didn't. I don't know why we didn't. We were too busy laughing about our like almost death experiences <laughs> with, the, with the cougar. We got to talk about that too, still. <laughs> For but sure. like, so. When, so I've been trying to convince my husband about this water system for a while and he is, he's absolutely sold now, which is great because we are, this is like, this is something we definitely want to do. Uh, just, just seeing how amazing it's been for you guys, for you guys and your family and like all the cool purposes of it. I do. I have serious housewife guilt every time I put away mm -hmm. a thing of laundry detergent. Cause I'm like, do I really need you? Like, do I really, are you like, are you that good? No, you're not. Do you really go into recycling when I put you into recycling? Because right. so many things that end up in recycling don't end up in recycling. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. So, I don't know. And and so Ryan, he, he has his medical license to grow marijuana, mm -hmm. um, certain like personal plants and whatnot. And he was having an issue with bugs yeah. uh, getting into his crop and you know, same thing. He wants to go everything organic, wants to do absolutely everything organic. And he was having some issues and I kept nudging him. Right. And being like, Hey, like let's talk to Natalie and Matt. Yeah. And so then when I shot you that message and then you brought over those jugs, it was the first treatment what what uh sorry what is it a level or uh ph ph, yeah, PH yeah. level for sure so yeah. i think i'm not sure actually you would have to ask ryan which um, way he used the water but i gave yeah. him two waters so i gave him a super alkaline water which was 11.5 yeah. yeah and then a hypochlorous acid which is on the opposite end of the ph scale so it's 2.5 yeah well yeah. whatever he did with those the waters that you gave them, they worked. Yeah. They were so good. And it was so funny because I was in there checking the plants for him the next day. And I looked because I could still see the little bugs on there, but I was just like, oh, they're still there. But 
I was like, but they're not moving. And I like went like this and it was a carcass. And I was like, oh my God. So of course we went through everything, picking them off, right? And dusting them off because we had to trim and stuff anyway, right? But oh my gosh, I couldn't believe how it worked so fast like that. Ryan was blown away. He was excited. His usual go-to are ladybugs. Wow, but, yeah. Which he, he'll like, he'll throw the ladybugs in with his plants. But because of the fires, I guess the people who usually do the ladybug thing, they were like, no, like the fires killed the ladybugs, which is so oh, sad. That's so sad. Yeah. So he, he couldn't access them anywhere. And, and I was super, you know, silver lining, right? Because I had been trying to tell him <laughs> like, you should use this for your plants. You should use the water for your plants. Yeah. And then, you know, as we can accidentally manifest things, it just happened. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. So I was super stoked about that. And um, watching like all the cool demonstrations that you do too. Like I love your reels. <laughs> Thank you. I love your Instagram reels. You have to teach me how to do reels. We actually, we, we've planned a day for next week to do reels. Yeah. And I'm really excited for it. It's going to be like a mom party to the max. It'll be so fun. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's going to be great. You guys keep Keep an eye out for reels with Natalie and I. Um, I'm new to reels. I do not know how to do these things, but she's going to teach me. Yeah. <laughs> teach me sure. to be badass, Nat. <laughs> well, I don't know if I could would consider myself badass, but I definitely you. do. You're a beekeeper. You're a water snob, right? That's what you go by. <laughs> yeah, water snob or water goddess. I mean, whatever. <laughs> okay, let's go with goddess. <laughs> We'll use snob for the bad bitch days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? For sure. I freaking love that. Um, oh my gosh. And like, what else? Like you and Matt, you guys kind of dabbled in acro yoga for a while too, hey? A little bit. Just kind of self-taught. Yeah. Um, it was just a really fun way for us to be able to connect and play. Yeah. Um, we're both nature lovers. So and like test your flexibility yeah. and trust with each other. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, we haven't played around like that in a long time. So we should do that again. It's, oh my God. It's so fun. Yeah. Again, something else you need to teach me because I would love to do stuff like that with Ryan. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm too scared to like YouTube it and then try it with him because, you know, I can be accident prone sometimes. So like yeah I've taken a couple tumbles off of his pedestal like his feet yeah oh my gosh that's when you like that's where um being horse girls comes in handy too because we have always been taught to tuck and roll if yep. you feel like you're going down you bring in your arms you tuck your head and you just get ready to hit the ground yeah totally <laughs> it's not always that graceful but it's what we'd go for yeah it, it looks interesting <laughs> no speaking of how are your horsies doing they're great. Yeah. Um, we have them in Armstrong right now. Yeah. And um, they're out on a huge pasture. They're like, I think it's close to 100 acres. Wow. Yeah. I so love that. they're in horsey heaven right now. Right on. Yeah. That is so good. I know our horses, they're, they're doing all right. They are definitely muddy. It's a mud pit where we yes. are. Yes. Um, so, you know, going out to clean their feet, it's, it's actually been kind of good because the mud, it just comes right out of their feet. Right. But like, holy crap. I swear I tackle all the burrs that I see everywhere, but somehow they find a burr bush and each of them get like a burr mohawk. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's one thing like when you're chasing your toddler and your six-year-old around the house trying to brush their hair. And then when you go out to like go see your horses and then they're doing the same thing to you, <laughs> you know, a woman can feel a little defeated. Absolutely. <laughs> I swear you guys, I just did this to you yesterday. Yeah. I just brushed out all that shit. 
I think my horses are going to get a buzz pretty soon on their manes. (laughs) Serves you right. Yeah. (laughs) Don't do this shit anymore. (laughs) No, I get it. That's like um, one of the big things that was like on our list for this summer was in our pasture to get rid of all the barbed wire and do like panels and like do post and rail because I'm so sick of our horses sticking their heads through the fences and like wrecking their manes. Like the only one who actually has nice hair right now is Lou and that's because he's a bully and I had to separate him from everybody. (laughs) No, like literally I thought he, I thought he was going to break Rio's ribs the one day because well actually Ryan was the one that caught him but he cornered Rio and just started kicking him in the tummy and oh my gosh he's our asshole yeah of the bunch yeah he likes to be the boss man and Rio is just the sweetest boy in the world so of course Ryan did not take kindly to that and he's like that's it Lou you're in quarantine yeah he's in his own stall now and he kind of pouts I'm like but dude look at your hair look at their hair you win you're winning in the hair department like he probably gets a hay pile all to himself he he does he (laughs) doesn't have to fight anybody for hay and you know he is he's like he's very dominant and it's good to have him in his own area now (laughs) but he's such a butthead it it is it is it's I don't know coming home after being evacuated and then having our horses somewhere that wasn't like right outside our our front step as well it was kind of very you know, it, it's humbling in a way because then when you get home and you're just like, there's that breath of fresh sooty air, the <laughs> 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 breath of fresh sooty air. And you're looking around at the landscape that once was green and now is full of charcoal, mm-hmm. but you're also just like grateful to be home back on like your grounds. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. I know it's been an adjustment for you guys. And every time you post like a video of like your property, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I, I feel so bad. Yeah. But super grateful that your house is, like, still standing, too. Absolutely. Super proud of your chicken. Like, that's amazing. I know. <laughs> that was the coolest story. I really love that. Um, let's get into our survival talk about um, <laughs> we decided to go for a hike, a spontaneous hike. You just hit me up one day. Let's go for a hike. Fuck yeah, Nat. Let's go. Yeah. Um, we, we had a really good talk. Um, and this was around the time where we like accidentally manifested you being here today. Um, but it did like, you know, again, silver lining, it worked out. Um, and, uh, we went for a beautiful nature hike. It was so nice. It was, it was so warm. Yeah, it was, it was eerily warm for December. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or was it, was it December? Yet? Yeah. December. What are we? December 3rd today, I think. Yeah. It, okay. Yeah. Sorry. I'm like, what day is Second, it? third. What year yeah. is it? I don't know. We're in December. Yeah. It was December. Yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, we went for like a beautiful little nature hike and you and I, because it's been a while since we've like done any kind of working out. Yeah. We were gassed out within the first quarter of the hike. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm so glad that I did it with you because we were like, yeah, no, you don't need to explain yourself. I I understand. I got you. (laughs) You started huffing and puffing and wheezing. I was huffing and puffing and wheezing. We were like, yeah, no, that's great. Let's, you know what? Let's do this once a week. We'll have our pre-baby body back. No time. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know we've both been like looking forward to getting together and hiking with our girls. That's been, you know, kind of our vision from day one when I first told you. Yes. Little Sadie in my belly. We were pregnant at the same time too. And like, that was really cool. Were we? No, no, no. I had just had Starly and you, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had just had Starly and then you had just gotten pregnant. Yeah. And that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. It was really special. And you were actually there with me, like pretty much the night or like I was kind of like in that very beginning stages of labor do you remember yes oh my gosh yes that was a beautiful situation too because 
like even being at your house, I was kind of getting like that anticipation and like anxiety too. And I, I think, what were we trying to do? We were like trying to sit down for a reading and yeah, just, just have some tea out. and um, yeah, I don't know. I just wanted some like female support some and company. another female energy there with me as yeah. I was entering, you know, like literally changing. Yeah, yeah. Changing from a woman to a mother and um yeah, you always provide so much calm energy and uplifting and supportive Aww. energy. So thank you. Yeah. I love you. Thank I love you. you. <laughs> and I was so happy to be there too. And like when you sent me the message, because like I'm pretty sure you sent me a message and you were like, I think this is it. Or Yeah. It was something along those lines. Yeah. And then I don't know. Like I'm super proud of you for having an at home birth Thank as well. You. Like so I do have to ask, did you use a Kongan water bath or was it just straight water? <laughs> Do you even know me? <laughs> of course I did. Yeah. I, oh. So I had um, a tub, like a birthing tub set up in my living room and a hose that connected all the way back to my machine that was in my bathroom. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So baby got to be born in amazing molecular water. Yeah. Yeah. So totally like clean, no yeah. contaminants and um, yeah. My shower unit has some added Japanese minerals in there. So wow. yeah, I just wanted um, everything to be really pure and holistic for my birth. That was something that's always been yeah. um, a dream of mine. And I feel yeah. so, so blessed that it was um, able to play out the way that it did. Wow, that's yeah. so cool. I'm so glad and I'm proud of you. Thank you. That was so amazing. And yeah, Thank having you. a baby during the pandemic is no joke. It's like, I don't know. I just think it makes so many new moms like hyper aware too. Like, yeah. but also having a baby during the pandemic, I found that like, there's so much more downtime that you don't have to be rushing all over the place with the baby all the time. Like you aren't expected to be anywhere from anybody. You get to stay home and relax. I mean, that was my experience anyway. Yeah. 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 You know, I'm still kind of shocked though, to this day when I do go out into public, um, considering like the state of the world just how many people feel entitled to touch my baby oh my gosh <laughs> that's when I start slapping hands right it's right? so like, crazy I've just I didn't realize that it was such a a thing that happens because I would never in a million years imagine up going up to a stranger <laughs> and touching their child yeah um boundaries so man. yeah it's been interesting <laughs> bubble your bubble and your boundaries yeah yeah no I remember being a kid too like probably uh, my daughter winter's age like around six and I remember like older people because back in their day it was no thing right but coming up and like pinching my cheek and stuff and my mom being like um what are you doing yeah um you know and I even when I was pregnant like when I was pregnant with Wynn I had a lady at nature's fair actually come up and put both her hands on my belly wow and just full on and I was uncomfortable I was kind of like whoa I don't know like do I say get off me or what do I do right and then yeah when somebody tried to do that when I was pregnant with Starly it was literally just like sorry like I'm really sick I might throw up on you <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah um we totally got off topic again we were like yeah let's talk about our cool funny survival oh story gosh, hiking yeah. and then we got into Kongan water again <laughs> of course which is fine it's okay Kongan's still in the show um <laughs> I love it um Nat and I went for an awesome nature hike and yes. <laughs> almost gassed out for the first quarter. Then we pushed through taking like little tiny periodical breaks here and there. Yeah. Um, we first set off into like this little, it wasn't even like a side road. There was no road. It was just like a deer trail. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. And 
in literally we were walking and all of a sudden we saw this like deer fluff massacre Mm -hmm. and we were like oh gosh and we were trying to differentiate what the paw prints were like if it was a cougar or bear it was something big though because that that looked huge yeah I felt like it was yeah definitely predator whatever it was some kind of predator Um, Definitely. Well, it, think of how strong it would have had to have been to drag it from where we first saw first the hair to where we finished our walk. And we were like, whoa, like this is the kill zone. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is where it feeds. And yeah. so we had walked, we were trying to find this like pretty secret waterfall that one of our mutual friends had taken me to. And then I was going to take Natalie, but we had both babies on our backs. Yeah. We were there by ourselves. None of us brought any kind of protection, which is so not like us. So unusual. Like normally I would have a knife or bear mace or something, but we didn't have anything. No, we had squat. <laughs> we had a tripod for the camera. <laughs> Was it? You know what? Priorities. (laughs) Guys, we had to make reels and TikToks and all that. Just kidding. We did take pictures. Um, But yeah, so we started hiking and first like couple chunks of fluff, we were like, ooh, something was grabbed over here. Oh my gosh, that's so scary. And then we kept walking and we saw like big giant thing of bear poop, another big giant thing of bear poop, really fresh bear poop. And we were like, yeah, let's turn around. Okay. Yeah. Let's turn around turn around start hiking we go on our big hike we're like oh let's cut through the field here and go down the hill there and we did that and then we ended up uh coming to the very bottom of the hill and then again like we weren't quite ready like we were on at least a two-hour hike yeah it was quite a while yeah it was good though my legs feel great today my butt feels like it had a good workout (laughs) I had a nice little booty pump today yeah looks strong (laughs) this is good this is good muscle memory um and then we set off on another little like back row where I was like hey do you want to like walk this flat way on this side of the mountain you're like yeah let's do it why not yeah and that's where we saw the kill zone Yeah, that was crazy. I've never seen so many bones in one like square chunk of field. From different <laughs> animals too. Yeah. Yeah. Like there had to be cow, there had to be horse, there had to be like you saw a horse hoof. You picked up an no, you didn't I pick didn't it up. I didn't pick it up, but yeah, I wasn't sure if I should or not. Um yeah. you know, we weren't sure if anything was maybe watching us from the bushes. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, one of us was scanning the grounds while one of us was scanning the trees and then we would switch. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, you definitely, you were kicking around a little horse hoof there and that was pretty insane. And then we saw like that huge, it felt like that scene from, uh, the Lion King, you know, when the kids go into the boneyard. That's exactly what it was like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we were kind of laughing, like a laugh in the face of danger. And then when (laughs) shit got real and birds started flying, we were like, yeah, let's get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, it's a little too real. And that looks a little too fresh because there was like a full spine with ribs there too. Yeah. And it still had some flesh left on it a little bit. So yeah. yeah. I'm wondering if that was from the deer. I think I think so yeah because there was a lot of fluff there yes (laughs) yeah and the fluff went all the way from where we had first started our hike all the way across the bottom of the mountain side and then into this like this area where there were like Saskatoon bushes and a couple like little areas of foliage and whatnot but it was it was definitely like a wide open kill zone yeah yeah a (laughs) hundred percent but we always seem to like every anytime we hang out, we always come across some sort of wildlife. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, our initial connection was through horses yeah. and 
um, it just seems that our friendships continued along that path. Like, yep. you know, we were mentioning even yesterday, pretty much every time we've spent any time in the mountains together, we always see birds of prey and yes. usually in pairs of two. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. And, and it was that soulmate connection too. Right. And we were talking about that, like, like being soul sisters, being, um, having like those connections with your friends yeah. too, right. Where things just feel right. And then all the signs point to yes too. Yeah. Right. And yeah, it was, that was as, as we were hiking or we were getting ready to hike yeah. and those birds kind of flew over and then yeah. we saw vultures. Yeah. We saw vultures the last time we were hanging out too, which yeah. is really cool. Um, but the way I was seeing it too, cause like, it depends on like what your, what your cultural background is or what your spiritual background is. But in some cultures, like they're, they're like death birds and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But the way that I seen it, because they always show, they've shown up two times now that you and I have hung out in the mountain. Yeah. Um, to me, it's like, it's a pack mm. and, and you like hunt together, you work together, teamwork. Yeah. Right. So like, that's the way that I was, I was looking into it. Oh, I love that. Right. Yeah. And then it's also like death and rebirth. Like when there is death, there's always rebirth mm -hmm. and, and like giving new life followed up with that too. Right. And I do, I feel like you and I were really coming into ourselves now, yeah. finding our path and, you know, like, you're 30 now. Yeah. I'm 30 <laughs> this month. Ah. Isn't it weird? Do you feel like you should be 30? No, absolutely I, not. I don't feel like I should be 30. I'm like, dude, I still have that 16 year old mentality some days. I swear. <laughs> well, it's, it's so true what they say, you know, you, you look ahead when you're younger and you think, wow, that person is 30. Like they're living their life. They're in the prime of their adulthood. They've got everything figured out. Yeah. And then you get there and you're like, oh shit. Yeah, you're like, oh damn, it's that time. <laughs> Better check myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like once the 30 bell rings, it's like, okay guys, time to grow up. And yeah. Honestly, like, I feel like even like, as far as like friendship circles and stuff too, right? Like so many things change when you come into this age. Totally. Um, you find your tribe, you find those who you mesh well with, those who you yeah. connect well with. Um, and honestly, like I do, like, I, I'm so glad that we came across each other's lives because it was totally meant to be. And then we yeah. found out too, that like, we both like to sing as well. Yeah. I mean, of course, singing some pistol annies at karaoke like <laughs> when you said you were doing that on stage and like that's what those are my favorite songs to sing for karaoke I'm like oh my god girl <laughs> I think I love you <laughs> are we best friends is this yep. best friends <laughs> should we want to go do karate in the garage <laughs> okay okay um, <laughs> yeah no honestly um uh, I am. I'm super grateful for your friendship. Oh. And I am super grateful that you got to come here today and talk with me about this kind of stuff. Um, we have so many other topics that we wanted to cover too, but I feel like we'll have to do that on another time. Yeah. Because um, we want to talk a little bit more about it. Um, but one thing I do want to mention, because, you know, we do this for YouTube, we do Spotify. So pe some people are listening, some people are watching us. Yeah. And if you take one look at my beautiful Natalie <laughs> here, you will see there is a beautiful multicultural woman here. And I want to hear about your Polynesian roots. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So um, it's still something that I'm learning lots about. Yeah. Um, we talked a little bit about it yesterday, but yeah. I do have quite a mixed background for sure. Um, so my lineage, um, yeah, starts in Hawaii. So, cool. um, so there is a woman 
named Mariah Mahoy, and she came over here from Hawaii on a ship. Yeah. And um, yeah, this is a very like loose interpretation or like a Reader's Digest, but she married a man and they had a son together and then he married a First Nations woman in BC here. And um, that's my lineage. So So cool. um, Yeah, I mean, that's my father's side. And then on my mom's side, um, I have Jewish heritage. So Um, cool. So yeah, very mixed, but it's amazing. and yeah, after 20 years of paperwork, my dad just had um, or just was given his status. Yeah. Um, and that was a huge. It's um, a long process. Yeah, some. it's a long process, yeah. but it was. Um, I don't really want to say it an accomplishment, but um, what's the word I'm wanting? Like, it's like it, you come home. It's yeah, like a homecoming. Uh, yeah, it was. I know it just means so much to my dad to feel um, validated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And that is, that's something like here at Intertribal Talk, that was one of the big reasons why we chose our name Intertribal, because we believe in unity. Mm. We believe in togetherness. We've been, we believe in inclusivity as well. And honestly, like, I love it when, when you meet people and you guys can like open up and talk about your ethnic background. So like effortlessly, you know, like I, I have so much of my own lineage that I want to learn too. And like, we were sharing that as well. Like how funny would it be? Like, I know I have family in Scotland. I was talking about my last name and we have a castle there, one of the oldest standing castles. And I was telling you like (laughs) how my family and I, we were like, yeah, let's plan a trip as a family to go over there. And then I mentioned like, oh my gosh, what if we found out that our family was like booted out of here and that we weren't actually welcome there and like what happens if they come after us <laughs> like, that'd be so funny right I mean kind of not for your sake yeah, but, but for a story you think about you think about all this stuff like back in the day um how things like that were like they happened right that was oftentimes why a lot of people would flee their country yeah. or like their homelands right because like they did something or whatever and you were telling me a funny story about that too with your husband um you oh yes to, <laughs> that was a good one yeah um, do you want to share that sure, sure yeah. yeah I okay. mean it's not my family heritage but um it, it's just yeah a very interesting story you of can leave my names out Oh, yeah. I don't even know if I could name names per se, but um, one of my husband's great, great, great grandfathers, um, he was a thief, like a common thief. Yeah. And he got given the choice to either die by being hung or to become the town hangman. The executioner. The executioner. Yeah. (laughs) And so, I mean, he chose to live and (laughs) yeah, I mean, I guess I don't know if then he started a family. I'm not really sure. I mean, <laughs> it'd be pretty wild to think someone's making a family with an executioner, but right. I mean, I'm thankful because my husband's alive today. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, it's so funny, like going back into history like that. Right. And like learning all those things. And that's a huge reason why I want to go and do the ancestry DNA. I know so many people are like, Oh my God, the government, they just want all your information. Bitch. They have all your information already. They don't need something like ancestry DNA to take your your information it's already there like your cell phone (laughs) gives all the information anybody needs they took your fingerprints at a very young age yeah all that shit so get over it just do it if you want to find out your lineage just do it you're looking at me funny right now jay you oppose what i say not at all actually i did it oh i got my mom my aunts my grandma 
Oh, awesome. oh, oh cool. cool. Oh, okay, yeah. good. We're on the same page. I was like, oh, he's giving me that look. <laughs> he's giving me that look. <laughs> That's so cool. Oh, wow. 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 Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so interesting and empowering. And yeah, it gives you answers because it's always like that sense of belonging, right? Where, where you want to find out more about yourself. Like I found out that I actually have African American DNA, Yeah, which I'm just like, that's where my booty comes from. Which (laughs) Maybe, I don't know, but maybe that's where my athleticism comes from too. Cause like, you know, the kids in our family, highly athletic Yeah, and you know, blessed, thank goodness. Right. But, um, finding out things like that too, it just, it was mind blowing because you hear stories about your heritage and then you send in your DNA because that's how I found out was like my aunt did it and found out all this stuff. So she gets tabs on like certain people in our family all over the world. Like ding, somebody did this, ding, somebody did that. Oh, you're connected with this person now, connected with this person now. It's so freaking cool. Like I definitely want to find out more about our Scottish lineage, Scottish, did I say Scottish? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Scottish lineage. Definitely want to find out more about that. Found out like way back in the day, my family was like one of the old families that had fought alongside with Robert the Bruce. So I was obsessed. I was like for months during the pandemic, obsessed with Robert the Bruce. And I did so much research, found out he was a really cool, like he was the outlaw king apparently. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. cool (laughs) Stuff about it. Um, But yeah, wanting to find out more stuff like that. And like, I want to find out more about um, my mom's side as well. Like the background on there. Because my my grandfather came over from Montreal. Okay. But it, uh, from what we're, what I guess my aunt was getting was that we're not actually French. We're like Norwegian or something. Okay. And yeah, Norwegian and African-American or something. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, but brought up um, French and yeah, there, there's a lot of other cool um, lineage there. Like apparently, because um, uh, Norman is is like a very common, or is it a common name or uncommon name? But it it, it does trace back to um, uh, Joan of Arc. Oh, wow. Because I guess that's the family she came from. Okay. So that's something that I would like to be answered to. Like, ooh, maybe. Yeah. Because I'm kind of obsessed with Archangel Michael. I love Archangel Michael. And to me, when I think of Joan of Arc, I always think of Archangel Michael. Like, mm. she was being guided and just was, like, this, like, cool heavenly person and warrior woman. Yeah. I don't know. I totally just went off on a tangent there. No, no. It, it all lines up and it was just had me thinking how wild it's it is when you start to think about one day someone way down our lineage is going to be looking back yeah and like you know I don't know I would love to leave a legacy of some kind of some yes. kind like the water goddess <laughs> the water goddess who beekeeps <laughs> and raises wild chickens <laughs> yeah rogue chickens wild children you know yeah oh 100 percent. I freaking love that that is so, so cool. Um, so we went off on a bit of a tangent. We just took a little water break there. Um, I totally lost track of where we were and what we were talking <laughs> about. Naturally, this happens. Um, yeah, I think that's because we're both so passionate about many areas and 
yeah, you and I could both just talk for hours and hours. Yeah, there's lots to talk about <laughs> always. Um, we were we were talking about uh, before as well. We were talking about like the birds of prey, like mm-hmm. how we always pay attention to symbolism. Absolutely. And there's always meaning behind something. Like so many people, I you know, it actually kind of baffles me how um, unaware people are of signs being sent to people from the universe. Like it's like one of those um, funny family comedies or something that you'd see like Tim Allen in or something <laughs> where it's just like, stop on like one of those signs, like stop going the wrong way, la la la. And people are like, Ask, I'm, I'm asking for a sign, send me a sign. And yeah. literally there's like 20 signs in front of them and they're just so like, it's not the sign that they wanted, but they're still getting signs, right? Yeah. So you and I, I would have to say we are master manifestors. We have a way of manifesting things into our life. Yeah. <laughs> and I love it too, because like, I do know, like you have interest in maybe owning an apothecary one day. Absolutely. Yes. What inspired you to get into that? Yeah. Um. So this really ties into sort of everything that we've talked about already tonight about um my interests and the way that I live my life really holistic and um I try to be as sustainable as possible for where I'm at right now in my life yeah um but when I was raised um my mom was so ahead of her time yeah she was doing all these like natural remedies and whatnot and like we were homeschooled and um she was kind of like ostracized for that like yeah you know she was the black sheep she was giving us echinacea when we were like I don't know I was I don't even know how young I was but I yeah. was young and people were asking her like is that legal you know like this is before <laughs> it was mainstream and um so yeah that's just how I've always lived my life since then was to turn to the natural route first yeah um I'm very thankful for modern modern day medicine I think that um it can have a place yeah um but for myself I just always choose to go the natural route if possible yeah and um so yeah that's kind of what inspired it and then my love for nature um and bees like getting involved in bees and then seeing how like their what their relationship is with plants and um yeah, it just made me want to be more connected Yeah, as a whole. Yeah. Everything, like, we all are connected. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, and then I've just seen the power of plant medicine in my own life. Yeah. And I would love to be able to inspire others and to help others with healing themselves. Yeah. Learning yeah. how to grow their own medicine, grow their own food, and then use it. Absolutely. Just like, you know, it's like pioneering. It's it's the old, it's it's back to the old ways. Yeah. And and that's what I love too, right? Is like, because people would say like, oh, it's new age. It's not new age. It's yeah. the most like, this is like ancient healing. This is stuff that women used to get burned at the stake for. Yeah. Like literally. And and, and it's, it's amazing how... It is in every home now. Almost every single person is doing one thing to do some conscious living and making an effort. And yeah. and it is in almost every home. It's it's taking over again. And I love that. And I would love to learn from you and your mom. Oh, thank You're, you. And like my mom, she she's very much into medicines as well, like traditional medicines. Mm-hmm. And she she just gifted me a huge bag of stuff that she harvested um, a while back. 
And um, because my pop, when my papa passed, um, mm. for our family, we're not allowed to harvest. We're not allowed to hunt. Um, we have to take a year off. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just protocol. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to have like other community members like knowing that that they live that way as well. That Absolutely. and they and they offered like certain things to us as well, right? So and that's the other thing with our community is if somebody in the community passes the rest of the community will come together and like give them food donations and like, wow. yeah, help so to beautiful. see each other through. Right. And yeah. it's all about community. Like yeah. it literally takes a village to raise people. Absolutely. And it's amazing. We have these, um, we have, uh, some lovely ladies, uh, running, um, food distributions for people and, um, some lovely ladies working the community garden. And wow. it's, it's like a, come and help yourself and come learn how to garden, come learn how to compost. It's that kind of cool stuff too. So that's happening out in OKIB. Um, we have our own health facility out there. Um, there's, there's lots of like cultural camps too, Mm. where they go out and they harvest medicines on the land and it's open to anybody. Anybody can go. Um, so it's, it's really cool because, you know, people with the knowledge of how to make the medicines, like, honestly, I feel like, you guys need more appraisal because Mm. this is the new way of life. Yeah. And I do believe in Western medicine. Like I do believe it has its place as well, but I always opt for as natural as possible (laughs) because foreign things to my body, my body just like rejects it or shuts it down. Yeah, absolutely. I think like, you know, we are from the earth and so, um, yeah, as I already said, but the, the earth provides what we need and, mm-hmm. um, it's there to sustain us if we just tap into it and, yeah. um, yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of tapping into it, um, let's get back into the spirituality. Um, if you were a witch, what kind of witch would you consider yourself? <laughs> um, you know, it's interesting. So I was raised, um, Christian mm-hmm. and so I've always been had like a bad um association yeah thank you association exactly so I've always had a bad association with the word witch yeah um that's just how it was brought up so it's been interesting um because I know that's a like more common word that's used these days yeah and um I just instantly like if I'm being honest my something inside me just like puts a block up yeah and it's just like the programming right yeah um but I guess like <laughs> this kind of goes along with the whole theme, but I would be like a water witch, I guess. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'd say that or a kitchen witch. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, cause you're very conscious of what you eat. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. you put a lot of love into your food, like a lot of, um, like you're very conscious about it. Like you really think about the ingredients, like you're gluten free as well. Yeah. Yeah. So what was your journey with that? Like, like spiritually cutting gluten out of your life. What has that been like for you? Ooh, spiritually, you know, I've never really thought about it that way. The way it Um, affected your body. Yeah, yeah. I mean, (laughs) I guess everything that you put into your body can be related to like spirituality because your body is a temple and it should be treated as such. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, my body just straight up was rejecting gluten. It was not having it at all. What kind of symptoms were you having? Um, So I was getting severe stomach cramps. um, Yeah. And I'm talking like the stomach aches would last three days of me like being buckled over. Oh no. Um, and then it got so bad to a point where I was starting to just black out, like pass out. Yeah. Just randomly, there was no real like 
signs leading up to it it would just I'd be going about my day and then just boom hit the floor yeah um and I was kind of like going back and forth to the hospital a few times and they couldn't figure anything out like everything looked normal and you know blood panels and all that yeah um and that's again where I'm just thankful for modern day medicine that we're able to look in and see what's going on like a diagnosis right away yeah yeah um And so it still was never really like figured out what my issue was. And um, it was a naturopathic doctor who suggested that I go on an elimination diet. Yeah. And so that's what I did. And um, gluten was, it's quite a common allergen. So Mm -hmm. it was like the biggest one straight away that I eliminated. And yeah, yeah, that's where everything started to change for me. So that's so crazy because I remember I was talking to you about all my stuff that was going on with me and I for many years did not know I was gluten intolerant because I had the same reactions I actually was Mm -hmm. hospitalized the the day that my goddaughter was born and my best friend in the middle of pushing out her baby I pulled the shittiest move and I blacked out and crashed into the garbage cans and caused a whole scene as she was pushing out a baby. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it, was it memorable for us? I don't remember much, but everybody else remembers. And I was that chick that blacked out and it was the same thing. I actually hadn't eaten very much that day though. Oh, so I was yeah. having, I have blood sugar issues, Yeah, but also gluten issues because, um, you know, raised in a family that was kind of brought up in the French culture. I ate a lot of bread. Yeah, It was same. a staple in our home. It was like, you know, if you're hungry and you want a snack, t- piece of toast with peanut butter or butter yeah. or whatever, right? And so that was always my go-to quick snack. Yeah. And I actually didn't realize that it was triggering my arthritis, what I thought was arthritis. Right. And it was triggering that my hands, like I was a lash tech, right? Yeah. And my hands were, I would eat bagels in between clients because it was quick, it was fast yep. and just whatever. And, but I wasn't getting the proper nutrients and it was yeah. causing total disrupt in my body and even still like you know how much I love to make fry bread yeah (laughs) I can only have one piece yeah if I eat anything more than that the next day I will be shuffling around like a freaking zombie because I can't move my feet yeah and it does it causes me to black out because it's only when I have high amounts of gluten yeah while I'm standing out of nowhere I'll start to get the tunnel vision I'll see the stars and then all of a sudden everything goes dark I can hear it all I can hear everything around me but I cannot see shit yeah it was that kind of like what it was like for you too exactly like that yeah and same thing I thought maybe pinched nerves Mm -hmm. I thought it was my blood sugar I thought so many other things same thing went to my doctor for numerous things of testing. She wanted me to get tested for arthritis. Um, I do know I have scoliosis. So of Mm. course I was thinking like, maybe it's something to do with my back, but literally gluten. Yeah. When you guys mentioned that that was why you were fainting, that's when I had to go and talk to my doctor. Like, I think I figured it out because they did the same thing with me. They ran blood tests. They did all that stuff. Yeah. But whoever thinks like, Oh, you're allergic to gluten. (laughs) I know. Yeah. It's so crazy too. Like, yeah, we always try to look for something else or then we, we do resort to food as being like a possible, um, cause for different, lots of different ailments. But, um, if I can just bring it back again to water, here I am. But like (laughs) nobody really talks about the quality of the water that you're intaking. And it's so interesting to me as I've been like traveling down this journey um, into like water education and whatnot. um, Yeah, it just always boggles my mind. Like, yeah, 
how everyone's looking at diet, but no one's looking at the water. Yeah, no, 100%. It, it, go, it should go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, I was watching, I can't remember what uh, documentary it was, but they were testing water like in Paris. And there's this like expensive bottled water that you can buy there that is high molecular water yeah was it um the Zac Efron it was <laughs> yeah oh I my gosh that's so that. good so I love honestly <laughs> seeing him go from like high school musical to that I'm like I am all about this Zac Efron <laughs> absolutely like yes. it's such a power move to use your platform and your voice when you yeah. like are in that position of power for something that's good yeah so well and think about it being a bored celebrity and just being like fuck this life there's got to be more <laughs> to this and then just like immediately finding a passion within something like that was beautiful yeah like, so inspiring ryan was so funny too he's like uh what did he call him zach zach something something like he's got funny nicknames for all the hot guys in, <laughs> in hollywood right um but he's like is that zach blah 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 and i was like yeah he's like what's he doing and I was like, you should watch this. This is really cool. Like they just ate a boiled egg out of the ground. <laughs> like, it's a cool show. Like, and, and Ryan, he's total survivor man, right? Like our husbands get along very well. Yeah. Um, so like they're, I'm sure that they're like super brainiacs about all sorts of things too. Like, cause Matt, your husband, he's like, he's like a plant expert. <laughs> right. And Ryan, he really wants to get yeah. into like botany and stuff. Like he's always been interested in it. Yeah. So I love that they're able to like hit it off like that. Totally. Um, but yeah, like it's been really, it's been a struggle for me mm. to eat healthier in our house because Rye, he's a stoner and he's a bit of a snacker, you know, <laughs> like he likes his snacks. And for me to be like, I don't want any gluten in the house and la 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 and I'll buy all the gluten-free stuff. They're not about, my family is not about the gluten-free stuff. They don't like <laughs> the taste of it. It's taking it. I'm adjusting to it. Yeah. But, um, you know, like I'm definitely like, I'm even phasing into like, I'm not going full on vegetarian, but I'm phasing into just eating meat certain days of the week. Yeah. That's great. Cause I can't, I just, my body doesn't feel good eating yeah. it. I, I get a lot of good feelings from like salads or like soups and like healthy stuff, like straight Absolutely. out of our garden. And, and that's been a huge learning thing for us too, is like gardening and yeah. learning what our body likes, what we can grow, what we can't grow. Um, our zucchini kicked ass while we took off, you know, <laughs> during evacuation, we came back, something about the ash in the soil really made our zucchini like, like we had a thousand zucchinis and they were giants. <laughs> yeah. Zucchini is one of those plants that <laughs> always just like blows up. You're like, oh, maybe I'll plant a few different like seeds, but you only ever really need to plant the one. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. It was insane. Yeah. My mom was like, how many did you plant? I was like, I don't know, like five. And she's yeah. like, Devin, those are going to produce like 10 each at least maybe yeah. more and yeah. definitely did thankfully we got to give a lot away right that's amazing we were able to help people out like hey hungry want a giant zucchini here you go it's the size of a baby <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's such a versatile vegetable you it can is. use it for so many things so. oh yeah we, we baked with it um i made dinner with it i did baking with it i brought michaela some really yummy uh zucchini muffins that i tried to recreate again but they did not taste as good as the batch that i gave her Aww. so it was a little gel but super happy that she got to enjoy them yeah um, that's because you put like good intention and love into it i'm sure baked so. with so much love yeah. and a few cuss words <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not baking in devin's kitchen unless she's cussing around a little bit yeah i mean yeah yeah <laughs> i know i know um back onto the whole spirituality thing too and like putting like the right 
food into our bodies too because mm-hmm. I find I talk I talk to some of our friends and a lot of other people um about meditation and like how important it is and how easy it actually is and people try to make meditation so complex mm-hmm. but it's actually not um but that's one thing that I've really found too is that food can actually trickle trick trickle word of the day we should have done voice exercises (laughs) like warm up i swear brown cow um yeah no it how food can trigger your brain response and whatnot Mm. as well because if you're not feeding your body and your mind like what it needs like you will have a dull mind yeah you know and you know that that whole saying like superfood and brain food and Mm -hmm. stuff right um obviously i didn't have enough brain food today um (laughs) (laughs) um what was I getting at again? Oh yeah, meditation. <laughs> See, <laughs> um, so going into meditation, um, it can be as easy as like standing in the shower, washing your hair, closing your eyes, visualizing the water going over your body, um, you know, and then like letting those thoughts kind of race in your mind, mm-hmm. and then like troubleshooting on them, right? Because yeah. that's essentially what meditation is: is you're troubleshooting all the thoughts in your brain. Mm. Um, But when you are too hyped up on refined sugars, when you are having gluten reactions that you are unaware of or dairy reactions that you're unaware of, it will affect your spirituality and your abilities. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know. Oh, I'm I'm sure I'm just guessing, but. I know that you know about like the third eye or the pineal gland, right? The witch eye. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sorry. I know you cringe for that No, word, no, but. it's okay. It's it's like, yeah, there's so many different yeah. um, names and associations to it. But yeah. Um, yeah, totally like depending on what we're eating and what we're drinking. Yes. <laughs> but that will like calcify, right? And yeah. that can really like block that um that clarity mm-hmm. in our minds and you have um, to exercise it and yeah. treat it as if it is like a muscle that you can feel and see. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. Um, I follow this one psychic medium and tarot reader and she's a vegan and okay. she talks about it as well. How she's like, you know, you really do have to be conscious of what you're putting into your yeah. body. And I have this one Oracle card that comes, it actually came up for me today too. And it mm. was the smudge ceremony. Um, and it was from my native spirit oracle deck and i i always get this one when it's telling you it's like you need to detox and purify your body again i've definitely been eating ben and jerry's and i do have a dairy intolerance and i definitely have been eating bread and i do have a gluten intolerance so i know i have not been treating my body very well Mm. my face shows it my face always gives it away um i get little (laughs) breakouts here and there and that's always triggered by like my dairy and gluten allergies yeah but that's one thing that when I first started going into medium work and helping people, teaching people how to like meditate and like um, remove spiritual blockages, mm-hmm. you know, it's one thing to be like the guru and then give the advice. It's another thing to be the responsible guru and actually take your own fucking advice. Yeah. The student. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I, I definitely like, I'm not too ignorant to admit like, Hey, do as I say, not as I do. Okay. Um, <laughs> But um, she talks about how um, if we eat animals and um, this is what Brooks Farmhouse is all about, too. Mm-hmm. Like our my friends, Cam and April Brooks, love them. Local to this area. Amazing, amazing farmers, uh, ethical farmers as well. Um, it's all about the emotion that the animals are feeling and that they were brought up, brought up in and raised in. Like if you're not eating ethically raised meat, like you're not putting good meat into your body if that's what your body craves right yeah yeah what are your thoughts on that 
Yeah. Um, I, I am a meat eater. Me too. Um, I tried to be vegetarian, um, and it just, I didn't feel like it agreed with my body. Yeah. Um, I will say that, yeah, so important where you're sourcing your meat from. Um, and also like the consumption, the amount that you're consuming. Yeah. Um, I notice a big difference. Like you were saying, if I eat like if I was to eat meat at, at every meal, it would be way too much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that I selectively eat. Um, and I just feel almost more satisfied when I eat a vegetarian meal. Yeah. Um, and I think it it does have a lot to do with like that mindfulness too, though. Yeah. If you are like thinking about as you're eating, like again, this is a meditation in itself, right? Yeah. As you're thinking about this food is going into my body and it's nourishing me at the, mm-hmm. the cellular cellular level, um, or like maybe you have a problem area that you're wanting to focus on. Yeah. Your mind is so powerful, mm-hmm. and um, so when you really like have that intention set in your head, it's gonna be like, I don't know, more powerful or like the the power behind it is tenfold. This is really. what my body needs. Yeah. This is the nourishment. Yeah. This is good for me. Yeah. 100%. Like put, uh, like the power of thought, putting that thought into your body, into your body and your mind. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Um, and then, yeah, with the whole like sustainable, um, route that I'm, I'm really pushing towards in my life. Like I'm definitely not where I want to be just yet. Yeah. Um, but in doing so, I want to be able to raise all my own animals and yeah. then you know, butcher them as well. And I think that connection is really important because, um, it makes you really respectful to the life circle and, you know, everything does live and then it dies. You know, there has to be that cycle and if it can be peaceful and done in an ethical way, then why not? Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you seen, uh, the show kiss the ground? No, I haven't. Oh my God, Nat, you're going to love it. I'm, okay. Uh, remind me if I don't do it right away, <laughs> I need to send you, I need to send it to you. Okay. It's so, it's so good. Um, as we were talking about like soil and stuff before, yeah. um, kiss the ground is all about like, uh, like the vegetarian kind of diet okay. and like okay. learning about the soils and the ground and stuff. And it's, yeah. it's so cool. Like having access to all these documentaries, like that's one thing I do love about modern technology is that like all of this knowledge is at the tip of our hands Totally, and we can go, we can go learn about anything or even get a taste of something. Absolutely. Right? So honestly, guys, going to hype this one up called kiss the ground. Also, I watched another one that was suggested to, uh, to me by my friend, Amber, you've met Amber. Yeah. You guys are so like, Oh my God, I love you and Amber together. <laughs> Honestly, we have to do a jam night together. Um, she's an amazing singer and guitar player. <gasps> oh really? Oh, I yeah. love that. Yes. Hey, my birthday's coming up. Yay. Yay. And it's also Amber's birthday too. We celebrate it every year oh, that's together. So funny. Oh, so, right. you did mention that yesterday. I remember now. Yeah. yeah. So you guys have to come come jam out we'll have jam sessions but amber suggested the show called gather and it's a first nations film okay it talks about uh a lot of the atrocities that first nation people have to had to suffer through Mm. but it also talks about like the climb we're on and how everyone is resorting back to the land going back to ethical living people are becoming more conscious people are becoming more aware um culturally we're waking up back to our indigenous roots 
I and love it. Isn't it beautiful? It's so beautiful. Isn't it beautiful? And and I know like people make fun of me for this because I'm always just like, can't we just live in the world of kumbaya and everyone get along <laughs> and work together? And and I, I, I understand that that's fairy tale in my mind kind of living. Mm-hmm. But I mean, is it is that such a bad vision to have? Like, No, and it's, it's definitely not. I think um, like I've heard that I've, or I've had people say like that's a naive way of thinking. But really, mm-hmm. I think that being in that positive mindset is more of a leadership role than a naive role. 100%. Yeah. When there's a will, there's a way. And, you know, Mother Earth is kind of showing us right now, like, hey, guys, like, what happens when your supply chains go low? What happens with this? What happens with that? And then I saw that, like, one Facebook meme that floated around, and it was like, my great-grandma survived the Great Depression because she grew her own food. Yeah. So stuff like that, right? Yeah. Like, you think about it when you think about, all of the biblical stories of like end of times and all the prophecies from other cultures, mm-hmm. the end of times. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, honestly, I don't feel like it is like a rapture or anything like that. It's more like this is earth resetting herself. She does it every so often. Yeah. This is thing. It was, it's a thing. It was bound to happen. Nobody's trying to curse you. No one's trying to like send you to hell or anything like that. It's not that it's literally like be prepared for this kind of change that earth goes through. Yeah. She, she is a butterfly herself. She goes into cocoon time and metamorphosis, just like everybody in the world does, every living being, every living yeah. thing. And, you know, I I always think it's, it's this is um, one of my sayings I say too, it's like, I'd rather be the idiot that was cautious and prepared than the asshole who was absolutely not and yeah. getting mad at everybody around them because they were not prepared and everyone else was. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, it's never going to be a bad thing to be prepared. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely think that everything that's going on in the world right now is like a grand awakening. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's becoming more conscious and supportive of the holistic and I guess what you could say is traditional way of life. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It depends on where you come from, what your traditional way of life is, but hey, look to your elders, look to those people who are the farmers, who are the holistic livers, who know how to provide holistic medicine and ways of life because that's the future, everybody. Yeah. It is the future. Absolutely. Right. Symbiotic relationships with nature and each other. That's right. Yeah. Everybody, the circle of life. And we all need to jump on this ship. We're all floating on this rock together (laughs) in space. And we're all stuck here together. We all better learn how to come together and just make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Right? And I mean, (laughs) honestly... I mean, and I know this is, this goes for you too. Like whenever I see those things on Facebook, um, where it's like the, would you live here thing? And it's like a little cabin surrounded by trees and it's like a cute little estuary. And honestly, it's like, is that life so bad? No. Is it bad if everybody wants to have a little piece of that for themselves? No. Yeah. I blame the government. (laughs) (laughs) Right. If things were different and people were allowed to live on like little farm lots like that, if everyone was granted their own little acreage, if everyone was granted equal, like equality Mm. like that, right? Like, Mm. do you feel like the world would have a a huge turn like that? Yeah, absolutely. But even like further than that, it's more, I think about just leaning on the community, Mm -hmm. right? Like, yes, we do want to be self-sufficient, but we also want to be able to create that community around us and um, just have that support system. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So yeah, I think, but I do think that if everyone went back to growing their own food, yeah. it would be a major shift in the world. It would be yeah. amazing. Yeah. Well, we think about it too. Like most 16 year olds these days don't even know how to boil an egg or right. make a plate of spaghetti or something, yeah. something simple. Right. So yeah. it's all about like learning life skills and I, I really do love when you, <laughs> I love when you see um, schools offering gardening programs or uh, the home economics kind of stuff. Like, let's teach the kids how to sew. Let's teach the kids how to cook from scratch. Let's teach the Absolutely. kids how to do this. Like, that is so cool. Let's teach the kids how to churn butter. Let's teach the kids how to make clothing from sheep's wool yes. like incorporate all <laughs> that kind of stuff back into school yes. nobody really needs to know trigonometry or do we do we need it i, I mean i don't think so <laughs> I mean, what is trigonometry even i don't even remember what the definition of it is but i mean as far as like building and stuff like that goes like i remember doing this earthworks workshop and i got to help repair a mud home mm-hmm. and seeing like what went into that and just being like this thing will stand all year yeah all year round and you'll just have to make little repairs here and there and I'm like that's what people used to live in yeah this is totally doable I know people living in a home like this and it's amazing totally seeing stuff like that you know because like some people think it's just this big fantasy but then when you're there and you see people living this way you're like this is awesome in this simplicity absolutely and it doesn't need to be like all at once either right I think like I've even found that myself where I'm not where I want to be. And so then I start getting overwhelmed because I'm like, oh, I got to do this, this and this and this and this. But really, it's just one step at a time. And to be really grateful and proud of yourself for whatever like small contribution that you're making, it's going to make a big wave no matter what. Yeah. Um, So just, yeah, staying mindful of what you are doing for the world um, every day. I love that. Um, So we're going to wrap it up here. I have one question I'm going to ask you and then I'll give my answer on on it as well. Okay. Uh, What is your holistic, sustainable goal for this year that you can contribute to um, conscious living? Ooh, that's so good. Um, So my the one thing actually, yeah, we were going to talk about this. I don't want to go too much longer, but um, just to put it out there, the way that I really want to kind of gear my business, my magic business, um, is I'd love to either create or partner with a clean water initiative. Yes. Yeah. Um, obviously it's a huge problem in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, and even just locally, like we're talking just Canada or even just BC, there's so many people without access to clean water. Um, and you know, and then that leads to lots of like hygiene problems and health problems and, I mean, it just human rights, basic human well, rights. Yeah, that's yeah. the base of it right there. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm working towards right now. I don't really know what it's going to look like, but I'm just going to put it out there. Y'all stay tuned for the <laughs> uprising. Just bring in the water. Yeah, I'm bringing the water <laughs> and um, hydration. We're living hydrated. Yes, I love that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. I love that. I'd say for me, it would be to cut back on how much garbage Mm. we produce in our home being more conscious of 
how much garbage we produce in a day. Like I remember seeing, and it was funny because I was scrolling on Pinterest. You know how that freaking rabbit hole can go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, you can go for hours on there. It's just endless inspiration. <laughs> it's one of those things with technology where I'm like, damn you, why do you suck me in like this? Um, <laughs> every time, <laughs> every damn time. Um, but I was on a Pinterest scroll and I came across this one little like video and it was this girl, how she in a year reduced all of the plastic like use she got rid of all of her plastic she got rid of everything literally a month's worth of garbage for her she could fit into her hand that's amazing right that's amazing now wow. if I can only get my kids to not be addicted to like the Ritz crackers <laughs> with the cheese in the middle oh yeah and stuff, like, all that gross yucky stuff um you know, I look at stuff like that and I'm like, I could totally do that. Cause when you think of your per yourself on your own, making your own decisions, it's easy. Mm -hmm. But when you have other people in a household who are maybe used to a certain yeah. thing or because, you know, so-and-so kid has whatever at school, so they want it like living in today's society and like seeing all those things and being mm -hmm. surrounded by it, like from supermarkets and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Consumerism from like day one. Yeah. Yes. It's just like, it's an unhealthy culture yeah. and you see it and you're just like, wow, this shit is crazy. Yeah. Like for the amount of cardboard that comes out of my home too. Mm -hmm. And we always miss recycling mm -hmm. day. I always think about it too, because <laughs> when you do go to a landfill, you see, and it's like piles and piles and piles and piles of things. And you're like, how much of this actually gets recycled? Like yeah. how much of this actually does go this way? Right? And, right. and I know like people that work there, they're doing the best that they can, but it's like, we still need to do better guys. Yeah. We need to do better. One of my solutions has been like, I'm just going to light it all on fire because I'd rather just have it disintegrated right now and pray that the heavens and the ozone aren't mad at me. Um, I just feel like sometimes there's no right answer. Like you just do in the moment what you feel is best. Yeah. And sometimes this little pyro likes to just have a fucking fire. So <laughs> I don't burn garbage, but my cardboard, I'm like, yeah. bye-bye. Yeah. So that's my thing is I would love to cut down on the amount of garbage that comes out of our home. That's amazing. And once you get yeah. your Kongen machine, yes. oh <laughs> that my gosh. will help so much. I can't wait. You know what? We're a few payments away from being done on our truck payments. So and then good. Kongen, here we come because I've heard so many things. I want <laughs> fucking glowy skin and hair like Miss Beautiful Nat here. Oh my gosh. Nat, thank you so much for coming to intertribal talk Aww. today. I am so excited. This just, this worked out so beautifully. Did. And honestly, I love learning from you and I'm always going to be hitting you up whenever I have these holistic questions. Oh, thank <laughs> you so much. I really, um, it means a lot to me that you can trust me and confide in me and feel comfortable to ask me these questions. And I feel the same with you. I'm so grateful for our friendship and, um, you're truly inspiring for me as well and Aww. everything that you're doing. So I love you. I love you. <laughs> and guys, all of our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to episode, shit, Jay, what are we on? Three? Episode three, guys. Lucky three. <laughs> thank you for tuning in to episode three. We've had our beautiful guest, Natalie Smith here, a magic distributor, holistic crunchy mama. You can find her on Instagram at onwards to being me. Um, and I will post that in um, our tag for Instagram as well. If you haven't looked into it, look into a magic, look into Kongan water, check out the stuff, check out Natalie's page because she'll have all of that information put up on there. Um, also, quick shout out to my sponsors today, Hawk Moth Bead Co. for hooking me up with these sick custom earrings. I saw Beautiful. another version of them and I just like, I was like, I'm in love with those. And they were like, we'll whip you some up. And they did. And I am over the moon and I'm 
all about Hawk Moth Bead Co. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring me with these earrings today. Um, shout out to Falcus Media. Jay, you're incredible. Thank you for doing what you do and making this magic happen and making us sound and look really good. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> well, that's it for everything tonight, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in again, and we will catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.